Brought to you by Friends of the British Council. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34 in New York City. And we are talking rugby. We had a huge weekend in rugby. And we're going to talk about Major League Rugby first with Ronan Nelson on the horn from sunny California. Steve Lewis, the Scottish Steve Lewis, uh, next to me uh, in the studio. And Mr. Martin Penkelly, who is not Scottish and smiling as a result. We're going to go to the MLR Major League Rugby. Ronan, why don't you fly through your rockin' Ronan Nelson's Major League Rugby recap now. All right, Matt. Well, this is the first weekend in Major League Rugby where we've had some real playoff implications. The first match of the weekend was Utah hosting the NOLA goal, and uh, it, was, it was a high-flying match. There was little defense throughout the entire thing, and it was just tries on tries with a few penalty kicks uh, in between. It came down to the last 15 minutes where a stolen uh, stolen pass from NOLA actually gave them the winning score of the match. It ended 43-46 in NOLA's favor and effectively ended Utah's chances of making the playoffs. Utah, who desperately needed this match, and it was New Orleans' last match of the season, if they can't make it through, Utah was careless with the pill in the second half. They were playing at home. And they were just like, it was like Jerry Lewis throwing the ball away on roller skates at certain times. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yep. Well, they, uh, they certainly had something to play for. And New Orleans only playing for pride. But, you know, sometimes that's a motivator. So it, Utah's performance would be disappointing to them. They have one more crack at it next week. They've got Houston visiting them, Salt Lake. So they can still make the playoffs. But, yeah, sloppy from all accounts. Nolan Nate Osborne, he ended the season the way he began it by confounding people with a win that we didn't think he was going to get. Fair play? They're playing, but they're, they're probably in six with a three and five record. That's, you know, and the, the, the other thing that is noticeable about this is J.P. Eloff coming back and having a very strong game against Utah, in Utah, on the road. And it just kind of speaks to the, the attrition problem with this league because one or two players goes down and it can really affect the season. Yeah, I mean, he's a very talented player. You know, he's been in the Eagles picture before. Um, he's sort of suffered a wee bit because he's, he's, because of his talent, he gets pushed around a little bit in terms of 10, 12, 15, what's his position. Uh, obviously a key man for New Orleans, and with him coming back, you know, they've, they've picked up a level. He's, he's a threat, so uh, it's great for him, given his um, mid-season injury, illness. I would say attrition. Attrition has an impact in this league because the league is so small this season with only seven teams and eight games. Attrition has an impact on every rugby competition in the world. It's part of rugby. So it'll, the MLR experience with it will change as, as squads get deeper and the season gets longer. No, oh, no oh, Totally, totally. And, and that leads us to our next match, I believe, Ronan, which was? Glendale hosting Seattle, a battle between number one and number two in the league so far. Everyone thought it was going to be a tight match, and it really wasn't. It was 33-11 in Glendale's favor by the final whistle. And Glendale steamrolled the Seattle Seawolves. It was not even close in the second half. It was a beautiful display from Glendale on all accounts across the pitch, and they're in prime position to make all uh, run all the way to the final. And this one was the attrition ball. I mean, literally, it, it underscores the, the problems that this league has at this time. You've got Glendale and Seattle both paying the price for having players on the international teams for Canada and Team USA. Yeah, but both equally. So 
So really, this was a test of their respective benches, is how you would look at it. Um, they're both still the two strongest teams in the comp. They're one and two seed in the in the playoffs, uh, irrespective of next week's game. Um, but yeah, 33-11. Um, I, th I think when they're both back at full complements, I think it'll be closer. I still think Glendale will have the edge, but comfortably the two strongest teams. And this was, you know, an, an AB mix for them rather than their, their top dogs. It'll be interesting to see how Glendale players coming back from Team USA respond to this. I mean, they've just gone through grinder in the Scotland match. And unfortunately, a big component of their success so far has been John Quill. And he looks to be injured. Uh, he was taken off the field, parted away in a wheelchair from the after party. And I don't, I don't know the rest of it at this time, but he's not going to be playing. That's tough. It's going to be an interesting decision for both coaches. Um, you know, so the Eagles have still to go and play Canada and Seattle have some Canadian players. Then immediately afterward is the final, one week afterwards. So do you bring these international guys back straight in or do you go with the guys that have been playing for three weeks and sort of bleed your... Your, um, your superstars back in. So that, that's a coaching choice. Um, so we'll see how the respective coaches, Dave Williams and player coach Phil Mack, deal with it. Don't you got to go with your aces? You, I, I would, and I think, I think they would, yes. And then they come back in. It's, it's the problem the world over in different uh, scales. Like the attrition story um, with MLR is experiencing it in this concentrated form in its first season. But everybody has to do this. The internationals go away, they come back. It's the same in every competition, even when the central control is, it happens sometimes. All right, Ronan, give us our final match, and then we'll get predictions. The last match of the weekend was the San Diego Legion playing host to the Austin Elite in a battle that would see the winner officially lock up a playoff spot. San Diego's 31-17 victory over Austin secured them either third or fourth place, depending on next weekend's matches. But it was a game that involved a lot of the uh, attritional battle that you've been talking about. It, San Diego playing without four of their U.S. national team stars have arguably played better through these last two matches without them than they had previously in the season with their USA players. They came out on top thanks to three huge tries, two from a driving mall that has scored 90% of San Diego's tries this season and a blazing run from Ryan Mattias in the 72nd minute to uh, lock the game up over a strong Austin side. Yeah, Steve, your man had a good match, Mattias. And, uh, you know, we talked about it last week about the players on San Diego that are very capable, that are kind of sliding under the radar there. They're, they're capable, especially in the back line. Yeah, so, so they've secured a spot. Uh, it just depends where it's three or four and who they end up playing in the semis. So um, credit to them. I, and I have to say, watching that game, glorious day at a beautiful stadium, Torero Stadium in San Diego, and a really quite impressive-looking crowd. Yeah. It's just something else to take away from that, that, res that particular fixture. You know, we keep mentioning the word attrition, but it actually, I don't mean it to be completely negative because this is a good thing. We have a professional rugby league on American soil. You're going to have struggles. You're going to have problems getting players, especially when you're just starting out and you don't have a high budget. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt when you talk about this attrition thing, but it's a, it, the overall league is a good thing. I think it's been a successful debut. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a successful debut. Uh Debut. And I just I find it interesting, as I was saying, that these problems that the coaches have to deal with are the problems that everyone has to deal with worldwide, just in a concentrated, smaller form. It's like rugby is sort of, if you say rugby is armoured chess, it's armoured chess where people keep taking pieces away and then giving them back. And it's, 
the bane of rugby journalists and rugby supporters worldwide when players are missing or when injuries are so are so much part of it. But it's just part of the modern game, and it's part of the challenge of coaching it. It's been fascinating to watch. Uh, let's get to the predictions. All right, first match is Utah versus Houston in Salt Lake City. It's an easy one for me. Houston's going to slump down in their final match of the season. I'm going to say Utah. I'm going to take it by 11 to 13 points in that range. Steven? Yeah, so we were both in Houston, and uh, so interacted with quite a lot of those players and uh, some of the officials, and uh, they've done a great thing in terms of community, in terms of the buzz, and they're in good spirits. But I have to agree with Ron, and I'm going to go with Utah. Utah need the playoff, need the win to make the playoffs. So Utah for me. Utah for me too. That I can't see. I finally managed to um, stop predicting that Houston will win every week, and uh, I think Utah <laughs> will take this one. <laughs> okay, I've got uh, Utah winning this one by six in a closer than comfortable match for the Warriors because you know Houston. It, They've been pretty tough in a lot of the matches. They've kept some of them close, you know. And Most of the losses have been within one score. So there's that. But, um, That's the six. But the, the point is the points differential is not going to yeah. affect it. Next, uh, next one, Ronan. All right, San Diego's playing host to Glendale down at Torero Stadium. Hopefully it's going to be another beautiful sunny day again. It's a Saturday night, so the crowd might be a little bit bigger than Father's Day. Uh, but this one went really, really down to the wire when they played in Glendale. It was 31-27, I believe, the final score. I think it's going to be the same in Glendale's favor again. I'm going to say by three points, Glendale's going to take it. San Diego's going to get that. They're uh, going to get the third spot in, in the playoffs. Steven? I'm going for a tie. Oh, for God's sakes. What's Ooh. wrong with a tie? He can go for a tie. I don't th- do they have ties in this? He can't, he can't wear a tie, but he can go for a tie. 27-27. Yeah, but who's going to win? The fans. Martin? Yeah, rugby, rugby is rugby, the winner. Rugby will be the winner, in, exactly, in Stephen's prediction. I'm, I'm going to go for Glendale because it doesn't seem like a very good idea not to go for Glendale, but I've been impressed by San Diego. Um, I'll go for Glendale by 10. Glendale by 10. Ty. Ty. And Ronan? Glendale by 3. Again, they've got some... Uh, They've got some issues like, like Glendale and Seattle with Eagles and Canadian players, blah, 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 blah. But I'm going to go with Glendale running the table this season, and I'm going to have them do it in a pretty strong fashion, 12 points, 12-point 12 differential, Glendale on top of San Diego. Now, on that note, gentlemen, on uh, week 52, this is our year anniversary of Rugby Wrap-Up. Uh, I want to thank you guys um, for being here and uh, having some fun. And Ronan? Uh, your patience and your stellar contributions are much appreciated. On that note, on behalf of Mr. Ronan Nelson, Mr. Steve Lewis, and Mr. Martin Pingelli, Matt McCarthy for Rugby Wrap-Up at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 in New York City, talking rugby, but signing off for now.